Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome back to Waco Famous Podcast. Me and Ashley are here with Aaron and Amanda, who you may also know as the Union Revival. Hey so <laughs> maybe we could do a little intro and let everyone know kind of who y'all are, what your background is a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we both grew up here in Waco. I'm Aaron, and Amanda and I got married in 2003. And we're both originally from here, but we've lived lots of other places over the last you know, 15, 16 years. But um, yeah, so we've just been singing music together since we got married right out of college. And great music. And mm -hmm. we just have been telling stories and moving all over the country doing it. And we're planted back in Waco now permanently. But yeah. mm -hmm. we just, we love getting to tell stories and travel around and meet people and write songs about life. Do y'all ever um, perform anywhere in town? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I, didn't, I wasn't sure if you were. So we talked about this before, but pre-COVID, yeah. we, pre <laughs> we were doing like 100 shows a year in Waco. In Waco. Oh, wow. Which was awesome. Yeah. When we moved back to Waco, the community really rallied around us. And um, really the first time we were doing that many gigs. And mm -hmm. we lived in Austin before we moved back to Waco and weren't doing quite as much. Yeah, small fish in a very big pond. And that was Austin. really hard yeah. and you weren't getting paid. And, and then yeah. we moved back to Waco and things are starting to boom. This was sure. 2014. Yeah, yeah 2014. 2014, which, yes. which that's when I moved out of downtown and stuff was just starting. Yeah, yeah. Right it was in. just picking up. And so we had great yeah, relationships yeah. with a lot of the venues in town because we had grown up here. Mm -hmm. So now the people who owned all these venues were people that we knew when we were younger. Yeah, and sure. so we started doing residencies every month at like Valley Mills Vineyards, Kissing Tree Vineyards, Dichotomy Common Grounds, awesome. here at the Hippodrome, The Grape, Muddle Waco back when Muddle was a thing, <laughs> Austin's yeah. back when Austin's was a thing, like mm -hmm. all the different places that have gone in and out and then we would do all the festivals in town yeah. and the They're celebration like, every year. We're like, Oh, um, oh awesome. You're going to pay us? Well, yeah. like, this wow. is so cool. great. Yeah, and then yeah. We, get, we get to play at Celebration and all those and stuff every year and up until this last year. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so great. I think I first saw you guys at a festival. I don't remember which one. And then I felt like I just keep, kept seeing your guys' name everywhere. Mm. Like, yeah, like, it was like... Up. Okay, and then the more people I talk to, like everyone knows you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it is fun. It's you know we we never planned to move back to Waco. Yeah. we were really I think we were going to plant in Austin because who doesn't love Austin, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so nothing was happening in Waco when we left. Yeah, 
And it was an unforeseen move. We really, it was just like plan D or something. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, wasn't expected, but we moved back sort of begrudgingly, honestly. It just was that yeah. way. Yep. And it just turned into this beautiful thing. And not only because Waco is doing some really great things, but our community's here. Yeah. Our mm-hmm. best friends are here. Yeah. Our family's here. And it just made sense. And then plus everything happening in Waco and our hearts for the city just grew. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was a shift right around 2014, 2015, where it was like a people in Waco before that. Lots of times there was this constant push to, we live here, but we're trying to get out yeah. and go somewhere else. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like all the businesses and the venues and the musicians and the artists and the creatives were like, wait a minute, we're going to make it Let's here. turn our energy inward and like dig up the seeds that have always been here in Waco that everyone's right. just forgotten about and make them grow because they're mm-hmm. here. It's all here, but let's just dig it up and actually water the ground we're standing on. Yeah. And so they started doing that and all of this stuff started exploding and all of these businesses and creatives and these people started making things. And it was, we were just like, yeah, this is the place to be. We want to be here. So mm-hmm. yeah, that gives so me great. chills to like hear you say that because I feel like I was working and living downtown yeah. in that same like time frame, And it, mm. there really was such an energy that everyone was rallying uh-huh. behind Waco. And it was just such a cool thing. I mean, it yeah. still is. It's a little different now, but it was such a grassroots effort. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, mean, I know. Yeah. It, yeah. it was incredible. Well, and I think people, like you said, people were so focused on getting out because some other city had something else or better to yeah. offer. And it's like... Mm-hmm. Well, you're right. If you work on the city you're in, they could also have a lot to offer. Right, because you know? somebody, like, you know, the the creative community down in Austin, all the little boutiques and pop-up shops yes. and things like that, a lot of people were like, well, they're already doing that. There would be easier to start without thinking and realizing mm-hmm. the people there had to start from scratch right. and they built what they have. So why mm-hmm. can't we do that? Our mm-hmm. ideas are just as good, if not better. Yeah, so let's absolutely. do it here. Why yeah. not build it here? Yeah. You know, and so it was really exciting. We just were like, yeah, we're going to move back to Waco. We're going to be solid here. We're going to plant and we're just going to gig and gig and gig because we had no other income at that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, We literally just quit our job in Austin and moved back and (laughs) moved in with my mother in law, Amanda's mom and dad. Bless their hearts. And lived in their guest (laughs) room for like three months. Yeah. And it was so a dark period. We were just, it was a dark. couple good songs, good songs came, out came out of that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of my favorites actually. So we were just like, we're gonna get. We have no choice but to make this full time career, and mm-hmm. instead of just on the side. So of course, you know, at that time and for most of our marriage, Aaron's been. We both have been in full time ministry, worship ministry, and so um, yeah. So eventually, we we did um, accept a job at First Methodist Waco, which is where we sure. were for a few years. But um, but when we moved back, we didn't have any of that. And we were like, all right, what are we going to do? <laughs> Music. Music. Well, yeah, yeah. we're sure glad you're yeah. here. Yeah. 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 We are too. Yeah, we, are we are too. too. It's, we love it. I have no regrets. I'm really thankful for that yeah. period. It was really hard. Um, <laughs> it was, but I'm grateful. You know, you once you get some distance from those really difficult times, yes. mm-hmm. like, totally like what we're going through now i can look back at the lockdown and there were some really sweet moments with our kids that we would probably never never have gotten and so that's kind of what i how i look at that season of our life really Mm -hmm. hard really thankful and i'm so glad we're here now yeah Yeah. absolutely Mm -hmm. um i know that there's a little bit of history about waco music wise that Mm -hmm. i didn't know about until recently and Mm -hmm. it was your family that was involved in it yeah so word records Mm -hmm. which was the biggest contemporary christian uh record label really anywhere in the states for a long time started here in waco 
and it started back in the late 50s, early 60s. And so Word Records spawned out Sparrow Records and I think Starsong and like multiple other labels that moved to Nashville eventually in the 90s and became the huge CCM music industry in Nashville. But it all came out of Waco. So there's been unbelievable artists that all started with Word when Word was here. And so my parents all through the late 60s, 70s, into the early 80s um, were touring full-time signed contemporary Christian artists. And so they toured with like Keith Green and guys like that and played at all the big 70s Jesus festivals out yeah. of California. Wow. Did a bunch of world tours and stuff. And then um, they retired in like 81. I think the year I was born, they retired. And settled down here in Waco because they were working for Word. My dad was an engineer and producing and doing radio singles and stuff for Word and built a big recording studio just north of Waco. And so I grew up on this little artist retreat ranch in the middle of the woods, um, spending every summer in an RV, driving back and forth from here to California or Nashville or New York or wherever we were going to do music. And, um, you know, my grandfather was a traveling evangelist, so they would do these big tent meetings out in the middle of fields, and I'd come along, and my grandma would run like, sound, like and my parents were the band. Yeah, like totally. revivals. Oh, my God. And, and so when we weren't doing that, we were out in the woods, and all these different artists from Nashville were coming down to my dad's studio and recording their albums. And so I just literally grew up around the studio learning to do music. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my dad started the audio engineering program at MCC back in the 80s, oh, and so he awesome. teaches out there. and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we met in college. And- yeah, and I grew up sort of on the end of the spectrum. I mean, the other end of the spectrum. My dad was a country and western musician, local Waco. Yeah, all over Waco from Dallas. Like I said, like we, I grew, I was born in Dallas, but we moved here when I was five. And so he just throughout my whole childhood had um, different country bands. And so on the weekends, my mom and I—they're divorced now—but when they were together, my mom and I would travel. With him on the weekends, dance halls and bars and stuff, and that's where I fell in love and learned how to sing. That and so, um, cool. so, like country, <laughs> country roots, like yeah, mm-hmm. like Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson, right. all those guys. And my dad performs actually the hippodrome a lot, and he's still he's in his seventies and he has a three piece band and he like performs mm-hmm. all the time. I didn't know that. My grandpa does I was the same thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like yeah. Just super classic yeah. country. So yeah. uh, he does a really awesome Willie impersonation, oh. <laughs> and um, it's pretty stellar. And yeah. uh, anyway, so we always had music on, and he, he's always playing yeah. and writing, and um, but yeah. That's so. really cool. Yeah, you guys so you both to grew write up. a book about Yeah, y'all do need to write like, a book. It's all I keep thinking is like, yeah. I just want to read a whole book about oh, it. so sweet. We haven't thought about well, it. Well, there's a, there, I just sent this to my mom yesterday, the day before. That there's a book, I guess, um, that one of Waylon Jennings' kids wrote yeah. about growing up with him yeah. as a dad. And I was yeah, like, mom, cool. you could write this book too. But oh, yeah. y'all could write a good book. It's it was crazy. I mean, Waco used to have a huge music scene. I mean, it was just. What do you think? What do you think killed it? Well, I think a big thing that killed it was when Word moved out of Waco. Okay. Because Word was literally the connection the between hub. Nashville and and, and and Texas. Like there was this bridge between Nashville yeah. and Texas just constantly. So even like uh, Passion, if you're familiar with Passion, mm-hmm. with Louis Giglio, that started out of Baylor. And it started as a like a weekly worship night called Touchstone. Mm-hmm. And it was just a group of students meeting together and they would and it grew and grew and grew and then eventually the guy who was leading worship for it handed it off to David Crowder, the guy who mm-hmm. used to lead worship for it. it was a friend of ours we used to tour with, and um, handed it off to them. And they moved up, and Louis took it and then renamed it Passion. It became Passion and it became this whole huge thing, mm-hmm. which was launched out of Waco. 
Mm-hmm. So, and then David Crowder and his record label were all launched out of Waco, and mm-hmm. countless country artists, and then Bob Wills and the country Playboys were all lodged out of Yeah, here. so, so I like, think they people would slowly migrated away. They just yeah, migrated yeah. away from the small town. Yeah. yeah, and now that things are booming and changing, you know, hopefully, yeah, yeah that will. Well, change. so. We forgot to mention that we are actually at the Hippodrome recording. Yeah. We are. <laughs> so we are upstairs at the Hippodrome recording, which is really fun. And we are here yeah. because y'all have a new mission with this space. Yes. To try to bring some music back yes. into downtown, right? Yeah. So I, I just two months ago decided to step out of doing full-time church ministry and church planning, um, which was 24 years of my life was doing oh worship ministry in churches. And so I just was like, you know what? I, I want to do stuff outside the church. Because to me, my our our philosophy has always been the church is people, it's not a building. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we're the church great. regardless of whether we're inside walls mm-hmm. or not. So we're just going to take what we've always done, mm-hmm. but go out and do it in the business world, in the creative world, and build those relationships outside of the walls Right, of the and I feel like you can get to people so much easier. Yes, that it's a whole different thing. And so right about the time I decided to do that, um, the president of the Hippodrome here, uh, Will Campos, actually called me because he's an old friend of mine. He's a musician too, amazing guitar player, um, and called and said, we need someone who understands how to do marketing and knows how to do design and graphics and advertising and also knows the music scene in Waco. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. And so it was crazy. Yeah. It was and, literally like, we had been thinking about it and then Aaron is like, all right, I'm going to look for, look for a job. Yeah. And Will called him and I said, shut up. What? When does oh, yeah. this happen? And, and we love, we've known the, the owners, the Turners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've known them for multiple years because yeah. they were at First Methodist with us for a long time. And so, mm-hmm. and we've played here many times over the years. Yeah, so sure. We know yeah. them. Um, so it just turned into this thing where I was like, yes, because that's my passion. Is I want mm-hmm. I want this downtown area to be a, not just live music, I want it to be a music district. Like when people, yes. everywhere in Texas, people go, where should we go hear music? I'll go to 6th Street in Austin. Everyone uh-huh. just knows, 6th Street. You park yeah. at the end and you walk 15 blocks and it's music, 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 right. music. Well, that's what I've always wanted this downtown to be. I want someone to park, you know, way up there on like 12th or 13th Street and be able to walk and there's just this bars full everyone. of music yeah. and stores yeah. and performing yeah. and all these things. So yeah. I came on here beginning of August and just said, all right. Can I do this? You good? And they're like, go for it. Green light. Do what you need to do. So we started doing live. We have live music now every Friday night, every Saturday night. We're about to have every Thursday night. We're about to have uh, continual stand-up comedy. Nice. This whole second floor is about to become a full restaurant with a brand new whiskey bar. The old original bar is going to be yeah, turned into a, a real whiskey room. Oh, um, and then cool. the rooftop is going to have music up to probably four nights a week. Wow. And then we're going to be booking a lot more live shows, even with the everything closed down. Because sure. we're, the, we're one of the only spaces that, this is like the only space in downtown that has enough space to, spread to do all the social yeah. distancing mm-hmm. and still do these live shows and get yeah, out of people. Yeah. And so, and we've got outdoor venues and all this stuff. So I was just like, yeah. let's do it. Let's get it going. So, so yeah. I know this, we could probably get into a lot of detail about this, but briefly, as far as like booking people and you say someone will be here four nights a week. So there is the demand for artists here to oh, want yeah. to play. Okay. Oh yeah. So the, we started out with Friday nights and Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. And so I just called all of the guys we used to travel with here in Waco and all the musicians we've known over the years that were just dying because there's nowhere to play for the right. last six months. I mean, you got all these people in town mm-hmm. like John Dempsey, who's been doing it forever and um, all these different bands 
that their whole living or 80% of their living was from geeking Mm -hmm. in Waco. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it was gone like that Mm -hmm. in February. And so I just started calling these people and I said, hey, I would love to help put food on your table. How can we make this work? And so they're like, we're ready. We're good. Just give me some dates. Let's do it. Let's do it. And so I just asked, you know, talk to the owners and and Will and just said, how much do you want me to book here? And he was like, as much as you can. I was like, great. So we have stuff going every Friday night on the high top. Okay. All the way out. Right now, we're booked all the way out into November, and then we'll be booked starting next week, all the way out through January, probably. Nice. That is. And fantastic. then we'll have music every Saturday night too. And then this opens up the end of this month, the second floor, and there'll okay. be something every Thursday night down here, and something every Thursday night up on the roof. That's There's too. like an open mic night, I think, right? Open mic, and then there'll Thursday. be karaoke, and then yeah. there'll be stand-up comedy battles, and then uh, there'll so be this will be piano bar. All so this second floor, we'll be able to come and like have dinner, yeah, and then hear music. Yep. So That's it's going to be dinner, ideal. full dinner, and there'll be like a, a dueling piano version of a dueling piano oh. or a piano piano man or a jazz trio or so stand-up comedy battle because or, that's not yeah. here anymore there's nope. and it, it would be a nice environment you know whenever trust was open we'd all go yeah. to piano, piano man, man. But it, I know. <laughs> it wasn't dueling and then it was also he was great but yeah. it was also like smoky bar the dueling pianos do play they have been playing regularly right oh yeah right. but we're gonna here, do right? yeah they actually okay, we the book them theater. out in the big feeder downstairs because they draw a huge crowd and everyone knows who they are but sure. what we're gonna do is something similar to that up on the second floor so the second floor won't necessarily be like dj or kind of party scene it'll be mm-hmm. music yeah. with either a piano man or fun stand-up comedy or a yeah. jazz trio or something like the okay. piano so there'll always be basically like dinner and entertainment on this second so floor. it's like breathing new life into mm-hmm. kind of what was here but just giving yeah. it a little bit yeah. of a freshen yeah i mean the space is too good to not fully oh. utilize every inch yeah. you yeah, know and they were doing amazing before i mean before the shutdown hippodrome mm-hmm has always been an anchor in downtown of mm-hmm. music. I mean, they've done incredible artists through here. Lyle Lovett came through earlier this yes. year. And Dwight Yoakam has come through and all these Winona. huge, Winona's been here. Yeah, yeah, it's like crazy. Mm-hmm. So, but then when the shutdown happened, you know, everything everything had to close yeah. and they had to rethink their spaces and all this stuff. So right now it's literally just like this. We've got a, we are this old anchor of live entertainment in downtown. This was the theater to go mm-hmm. to, to see stuff. So like, we've got to get this started. We've got to do something to help all these other businesses too. If we bring sure. people here, yeah. it helps Waco Ale Company. And it helps the people down here on this right. and it helps Portofino's and all these people. So like we can start yeah. something that spreads right. and makes everybody on the whole street prosper, which right. makes See, the whole I downtown prosper. Right? Because yeah. a lot of a lot of the times that's missed. Like if you're totally. doing something great, it's beneficial to everyone on the block mm-hmm. because you're just yeah. drawing that audience. Yeah. Right. To just actual physical bodies. Right. To right. Physical this bodies area. and location. Yeah. And right. I feel like because you have the mindset of like, I'm trying to do this for a citywide benefit, not I'm trying to do this for my benefit. Yeah, right. Yeah. It will naturally then be successful. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah. so we're doing lots of partnerships. Um, I, I've done a lot of work in the marketing world, in the whiskey world, uh-huh. um, and work with some different distilleries and do some whiskey marketing. And so when I first got here, I went over to Waco Ale Company and was like, hey, how are y'all? Like, well, we can't really do anything. We can't sell any beer. We can't, you know, whatever. And I was like, well, why don't we, why don't we figure out a way that we can sell your beer here? Why don't you figure out a way to can it, get it official, put labels, and we'll sell it. And then let's host an nice. like a beer festival. Yeah. yeah. And then Casey... Uh, Casey Turner went over and she literally like said, that's it. We're making this happen. And went and, and met with them. I was like, we're doing a beer festival. Awesome. Great. So then we're bringing them in like this weekend. 
samplings of all their beers. We're going to fill the whole second floor with food nice. and you can buy tickets. Weekend? Yeah, and buy tickets awesome. and come in and get t-shirts and there's hats and raffles and stuff. And then we're going to do that a month or two now from from this weekend and have multiple breweries. And then we're going to start doing it with whiskey distilleries. And then we're going to do it with all the local wineries. And it's like, we've got to help all these. Yeah. Yes. Let's like all work together and make this like the center part of downtown where everyone yeah. wants to come, you know? Oh, yes. Because we have so. such synergy happening and I know these poor places I'm like oh come on like we gotta have everyone make it through this we gotta have yeah. everybody it make it good. through this I know <laughs> I know yeah know. big time yeah oh that'll be so great people want it too I mean oh, yeah. people are so hungry Absolutely. for that kind of thing right now not mm-hmm. only the businesses but just the general public kind of yeah oh I know like, they're ready we want to do things again so oh, tell us how to safely do it and we're there yeah. oh I know yeah oh man well, that'll be great. So moral of the story is look and follow Hippodrome so we can see what's going to be happening. Yes, yeah. Thursday, great. Friday, Saturdays, whatever. Yeah. That's great. That'll be like a wonderful date night or, you know, oh, yeah. small group of friends. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. you guys are calling it Amplify Waco? Yeah, so we the Friday night music series is called Amplify Waco. Okay. And so uh, we have a local sponsor, uh, First Title Company sponsors it. And they're basically like, we we want to we want to sponsor this. We want to help get the artists in here and help with the branding and all that stuff. And so they sponsor it. And then um, and then on Saturday nights, it's just called Saturday on the High Top, and that's okay. sponsored by TFNB. Nice. And so they're like, we'll take Saturdays. We want we want to sponsor live music. <laughs> sure, awesome. right. we're gonna be involved. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so right. we've got different people around town that basically are like, yeah, we'll do that. We want to help. We want to help launch that. And so Fridays is called Amplify Waco. Saturday nights is Saturday night on the High Top. And then this is going to be, we're still working on the idea of what this might be, but okay. uh, we haven't, we have a few ideas for what the whiskey bar is going to be called, but we're not releasing it. Oh my gosh, it. can't oh. wait. <laughs> it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be pretty cool. I yeah. love it. Um, I feel like we've kind of been able to talk about everything really well. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Ashley's shirt kind of made me think I of love it. it so in, much. In the, I've had it for so long. Yeah. You touched on it a little bit, but I think that musicians and songwriters and artists in that in this kind of industry um have been forgotten to people who are not in businesses like that yep during this whole covid thing and they don't realize that like you know starving artists is a real term now to some people oh it really is so it's like i mean is there anything besides like listening to music on itunes or whatever that people can do to support artists in this time one of the ways, other than just getting out and safely like, going yeah. to see yeah. people live, is what we've noticed over COVID are artists doing their own Facebook lives, mm-hmm. posting like Venmo tip jars. Yeah. 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 And that has been really Huge. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we we did that a few times, and that was super fun. Yeah, and it's like trying to encourage people that, okay, so you can't go out for the last four months, you can't go out and do Friday Night Date. So why don't you make dinner at home or do whatever you do and open mm-hmm. up your laptop, get on Facebook, find some of these local artists you used to love yes. to go see at places and tune into their deal and tip them on their Venmo and make yeah. that your date at mm-hmm. home because you're helping them. Because like everyone else, like you're saying, the general public forgets about those people because they think, well, I miss getting to go mm-hmm. to the Hippodrome on Friday night and eat dinner. Whereas all the musicians are like, well, I miss having a job. You know? yeah, like, right. To you, it was date night. Yeah. But to the musicians, that was literally how they fed their family was right. those people going to date night mm-hmm. and they got paid to play. Mm-hmm. And so now that that's, that was gone, for them, it was, they had to literally go find other jobs. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And so I think just if the general populace, like of, of specifically of Waco, 
would stop and think and, and go, okay, well, if we're not going to go out, if we're not comfortable going out yet, let's find these people. Let's think back of all the people we used to love to hear at all the different bars in town, find them online, mm-hmm. follow them so they get more recognition. And then let's figure out when they're playing and make it a date to go see them online. Just, yes. you know, adapt to that until we can go back out again. And but see just so. judging, you know, solely on the last month, of events here it feels like people are ready to Waco get out. is so Absolutely. ready to get out to I mean out. if you know tell me if I'm wrong but it's been packed no it's been yeah. it's been at safe capacity yeah, exactly. I mean every weekend <laughs> since awesome. we started so yeah. that's yeah. fantastic I know Absolutely. Whitley and I went um, we were in Austin randomly a couple weekends ago and um we were searching for live music yeah mm-hmm. we, like, we, were, just, we were a little we were bit outside of the city we were out in Lakeway but we were like Where's someone going to be playing? I know. And we found this guy. He was um, great. He was great. And yeah. he was great. so, like, so... Appreciative. Appreciative that oh, yeah. we were there uh-huh. and we tipped him. And then we, we watched his... We bought a CD. We bought a CD. We watched his Facebook mm-hmm. Live. Yeah. And he actually shouted us out because he That's saw that we great. were watching That's it. Awesome. We, like, gave him... At one point during his yeah. performance, he got hit in the head with a cicada, and we were the only ones like paying <laughs> really attention. And we that, that's a real danger in Texas. And like, so, it's a legit thing. And so when, we uh, we wrote to him, we're like cicada crew, and he just laughed so hard on his Facebook live. It's awesome. And yeah, yeah. we did um, our first show since lockdown it was up on the high top. This was a few weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks and, ago. And um, it was full and safely full. Yeah, and I just always want to say that. I know. Um, (laughs) Just reassure you. Uh, But it was awesome, and people were so excited. And Mm. honestly, it was our biggest tip night ever. It was literally, right? I feel like it was, it just blew us away, and it was such like a blessing, like a huge blessing, which showed me people are so appreciative to be out, to see people, to be with people. It's so healing. To be with people, yep. and and then especially to connect through music mm-hmm. is also very healing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very therapeutic. So yeah. I, I love because we we had built up a, a following of people when we came back in 2014 because we mm-hmm. would play every month at Valley Mills Vineyards. We would play once a month at the Grape. So mm-hmm. we we had had this following that would come every time we played for I don't like know how four. I missed we love the great but we had this following that would literally show up to every show every yeah. month for like five years straight wow and so we had these relationships with these people where they knew oh y'all are going to be there on this friday at valley mills we're going to show mm-hmm. up and it was the same 40 50 people every mm-hmm. time and stuff and so um we had this family of people that we had been telling stories with through music yeah. for years mm-hmm. So when we did the show up here on the high top, we all these people, as many could fit up there, came out and they were like, "We've been, we've been waiting. It's like a family reunion. Yeah, you know, we get to see you all." We're some of the people yeah. from years back. Oh yeah, there, a few. there were a few yeah. people who I used to come that. out there to were our a few. shows. My yeah. dad showed up. And I so love it was, dad. It was like this is awesome. So all these yeah. faces we haven't seen. That so. was super fun. Yeah. I love that it's such a supportive community. Yeah, mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Um, well, yeah, I think we've pretty much handled everything. I'm excited. I can't wait to know the name of the whiskey bar. Mm-hmm. I also think it's funny and I can appreciate that y'all are, you know, 
strong faith people in the ministry mm-hmm. and you're also doing a whiskey bar. I mm-hmm. love the balance there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just going to, I mean, anytime y'all post something, I'm going to share it so awesome. people will know because so I get so yeah. much of my information, especially with Waco things, yes. from Instagram. Oh, I know. Uh, Absolutely. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, just it's, sharing on our stories. And, it's a word of mouth town. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. People, so, I mean, you, you share that. It's, I think people forget that. Like, even yeah. when you're interested Share it because mm-hmm. it is so much more than any advertising dollars that yeah. you will ever spend yeah. when someone can share your posts to yeah. their group of people. And I love getting to do the social media for Hippo. I love oh. getting to when people come and they check in and they post pictures of themselves. I love getting to reshare their stories. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, I just, I actually tell people when they come downtown, I'm walking through the restaurant. I'm like, hey, snap a picture of the food. We'll share it. We'll put it out on all of our channels. <laughs> yeah. and reach everything. That's awesome. You know, just because it's fun, it makes people feel like, yeah, we are a community. We are a family. And it's we love fun. that you, you, took, you took your time to come out and come down to this business yeah. and support it. So yeah, we're gonna tag you, and we want to we want to recognize that you spent your time and your energy coming out to support. Wake sure, up. and so. it's fun. It's a, it's authentic at the same time, instead of just like a staged photo, like someone's right. actual photo in that uh, moment. Right, right. So it's much. It's enjoyment of yes. where you are. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, For sure. Well, just before we end, um, if anyone has not heard of y'all before and wants to listen, right. y'all are you, we can find y'all on. Yeah, the pretty Union much anything. Re- yeah, or? the unionrevival.com is okay. our website. And we also have Instagram, Facebook, and we're yeah. on. All the Union Revival. All, well, you can find our music. And then it. iTunes, Amazon <laughs> Music, Apple Music, Pretty much Bandcamp, anywhere we can Spotify, all find music. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Our last album we recorded was a couple of years ago at Asterisk Studios. Um, Jeremy yes, Bush. Yes, Jeremy Bush. What town was that in? Here. Here like it was here? Yeah, the okay. studio isn't... I don't think functioning anymore, but okay. um, it was like the most fun we've ever had. Oh. And, um, Man. It's awesome. Anyways, it, it's just it's like you hear us live. It's all one take type. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so, so it's recorded live. Basically. Oh, yeah. Like, we, I mean, not that recording, you know what I mean. In a studio, but, but no, we wasn't did. like tracked. We yeah, set up really. all the mics, yeah. guitars, the and kick just drum, and we from did one the into another. Yeah. I love oh, that. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was super fun. But yeah. yeah. Okay, that was on there. But thank you guys so, so much for thanks for yes. working with us too. This is yeah. congratulations. I'm so glad you reached out. Yes. No. So everyone. Keep up with the Epidrome. Come out and see all this new stuff. When it, you said at the end of September or October? Yeah, we the second floor is really going to get rolling toward the end last week or two okay. of September. Yeah, well, we which will, we're almost there. I know. We'll be here it's as close. soon as we can come. Yeah. After it <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we will see you next time. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.